I remember we were sitting there in the office and then you were like, hey, Dan, I'm like, what's, 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 what's this madman going to say now? He, and, and then you go, <laughs> don't you reckon we should have a rule that if you murder someone, you can steal their ARC money? <laughs> Welcome to Everything Hurts. My name is Dan Quintana from the University of Oslo, and I'm here with James Heathers from Northeastern University. And for the very first time in Hertz history, we are recording in the same bloody time zone. How are you, James? Is, is, is uh, this time not, a bit more to your liking? Not too bad. Oh, well, th- thanks, you thanks seem, very you much for asking. Um, I, well, I, I am I am chipper, Daniel, because this is my time of day. It's half past nine at night as opposed to six in the fucking morning. <laughs> Which is the kind of horseshit that you'd like <laughs> to put me through? Well, um, I, can, I consider I consider you emigrating to do a job largely to be a, 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 a kind of a well-founded and elaborate conspiracy to prevent me from recording a podcast at any point in time that I can have a hit of this. Ch- chieftains, hello, chieftain. Oh, chieftains, thirteen-year-old single malt, unchill filtered. All the way from not particularly sunny Isla. James. This is whiskey for kings. Whiskey for kings. Um, it really is. Look it up. It's it's top. This is top shelf shit. It's my birthday present. Nice one. Now, uh, James, <clears throat> I, I want to read you out a tweet that was tweeted yesterday. Okay, I want I want to I want to get your reaction with this. Are you ready? Have, have you told all the nice people what we're doing today, Daniel? We are going old school. We, we we are going old school. By, po- uh, by popular the people, demand. The people have spoken. Dan is in a hotel in Miami. He is not wearing pants. <laughs> um, we did not have a plan for this one, but our schedule is important because we love you. Yeah. Um, so, I complained. Dan said, oh, okay, I assume yeah. that's fair, <laughs> which is his non-recording voice. That's exactly how he sounds. Maybe a little bit higher pitched yeah. than that and with a, a kind of a- like a like a a bit of fry at the end. Don't, don't tell anyone, Heather's. <laughs> oh well, I've, I've, the cat's out of the bag now. It Speaking is. of cats, finally, he, instead of him being asleep, he's going ape shit, which is good. Means he's healthy. <laughs> um. So look, b- b- before before he kicks in and annoys me with this tweet, people have been on our backs a little bit. Ah, I miss old school hurts. Where you just basically misbehave and act like a couple of complete wankers. Now, obviously, we can do that at the drop of a hat. It fits. It <laughs> That's fits our well within our. Yeah, it's it's it's. I feel like it's well within my skill set to carry on like a pork chop and be a total asshole. And so here we are, and here you are, and here we go. What's your tweet, Daniel? All right, are you ready for this? Okay, here we go. This is this is tweeted yesterday. Uh, okay. Let, let let me get a shot of Chieftains first. Yeah, Hang on. You'll need it. Hmm. Chieftains. Oh, God, that's good. Okay, are you ready for this? Okay, here we go. The problem mm. The problem with science Twitter is that it encourages scientists to spend time on Twitter when they should be doing science instead. This is like recommending surgeon Instagram. I'd much rather my surgeon focus on doing surgery in their capacity as a surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot to unpack there. 
Uh, I, 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 the, the funny, the funny thing is, is there's lots of surgeons. Um, I love it. Lots it's a whole subgenre. Um, medical, medical Twitter is as, as much of a thing, if not more of a thing than science Twitter. Um, and they don't, there's like, there's like less of a filter. I feel a lot of the time on medical Twitter because, you know, obviously sometimes there's people that you have to keep happy, but, um, there's certain genres of MD that are not particularly known for filtering their opinions. Um, I enjoy medical Twitter very much. Now, I don't know if you've actually seen my turtles. I haven't because I've been, I've, but, been um, I've been flying. Across I the, know, across the I Atlantic. know. So this is this is amazing. Um, <laughs> so let me tell you. Right. Let me. Tell, this so is completely when, new to me. When when, when someone, yeah. See, I've, I've presupposed what you're going to say because you're fundamentally useless. No, because <laughs> it's because you've been it's, it's, uh, in ten years an, of an ten years of yeah yeah go on. So. I thought this morning I saw this and I thought, well, everyone's everyone's dragging this guy. You got and ratioed hard. Yeah, see, I'm not as much as I'm occasionally hostile. I'm not really on for the kind of online Malone. So I thought, I'll tell you what. Look, you know, uh, show show don't tell. So, I wrote back to that this morning, Daniel, which you haven't seen. I haven't. Okay, well, let's do an experiment then. Today, one business day, let's use Twitter to do many of the functions of science normally organized by offline networking, email, and publication. Buckle up. I had no idea you did this. This is great. Okay. So, the first thing I tweeted, I am seriously contemplating because I am trying to put error detection work that I do uh, into a more formal and inclusive format where more people know how it works, where uh, it's more widely disseminated, etc. Um, one of the things uh, that I would really like to do is to knock around, especially within Europe, because I do not get to Europe very much, which is what working in the US will do to you. <laughs> I would like to knock around Europe and tour a version of a talk that I have on it, which I think is pretty useful and is a good introduction to error detection as a non-scary topic. So I tweeted that this morning, um, a few minutes after seeing this, um, and I made a little list here because I, I need the list of people that I have to talk to. So. Uh, the tweet says, uh, say I was planning to do a trip to Europe in October, December. I would very much like to. This is uh, this is a, a strong possibility. I'm going to break my back trying to get this in order. Giving a talk on error detection methods, what they are, why they work, and why they aren't scary. Who wants me to come and give it at their lab in particular? No money required, obviously. Right? So This, this of, tweet of I one, saw. Yes. Yeah, so of one, this is why I did it. So if in one seriousness... Or another. I mean, some people are going, yeah, sure, fuck it, come here. Where do you live? Uh, the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, you know, so I, some of these are obviously serious. Um, some of them might not pan out, all of which is fine. But I appreciate being told that I'm welcome, obviously. So here's the list of places where someone said, come and talk, okay? Mm. London, Leicester, Bristol, Oxford, Cambridge, London again different bit, 
Lancaster, Nottingham, Colchester, Cardiff, get, get Cork, yourself a Belfast, tour bus from the UK. Glasgow, Edinburgh, Aarhus. I still don't know how to say it. In the middle of our street, Munich, <laughs> Vienna, Grenoble, Paris, Prague, Leiden, Utrecht, Tilburg, more or less everywhere in Sweden. You guys are keen. Um, fellow from Norway, Estonia, uh, and from the cheap seats, two lads in Canada, Montreal represent. My whole lab is there right now and I'm not. This is sad. And, of course, I got bugged to come back to Australia. So that's 25-ish destinations of people who like me to come and speak at their university. Now, would you say that was a successful networking exercise, Daniel? Hugely. Get, get yourself one of those Euro train passes and just uh, hop on round. Yep, you bet. Look, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm, I'm, a lot of people who've offered will probably hear this at some point. Um, I'm very much going to try to get this together. Um, it's very easy for me to do as a citizen of the Republic of Ireland. Actually, I'm not a citizen. I'm a passport holder. I think there's a difference. Um, but I have okay. an EU passport, so I can just. Um, I think so, man. Uh, I think I can just uh, like turn up and turn up and like knock around more or less everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, that was good. And then I ran a poll because I thought it would be fun. A paper is 40 years old, has been shown to be based on fabricated data, is generally regarded as deprecated but still occasionally cited. The author is dead. Should it be retracted, explain your vote. Everyone goes for yes. Everyone goes for yes purely on the basis of if it's fabricated, then it shouldn't be in the research record. Now, what everyone either... I don't think a lot of people knew this. There was a paper yesterday which I read immediately and then reread the subsequent editorials from earlier in the year about the work of Hans Eysenck. Mm. Um, now, his work in the late 80s to early 90s uh, with a another physician whose name I'm going to say it wrong, but it doesn't matter because he's a prick, uh, Grossarth Matichek. Um, they did a bunch of clinical studies about uh, how personality problems are much more dangerous than smoking and in that kind of space. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, if you're, new, if you're neurotic, if you're going to get fucking cancer from your toenails to your earlobes, just give up now, my son. Um, those, those studies are cratered. I mean, they're so bad. And look, 2,400 people went in on this poll and everyone went – yeah, of course it should be pulled. It's 87, 87% yes. Yeah. With a few, like, depends. Not sure. Um, was it- so that's really, interest- that's really interesting because there's a, a, about these papers, there was another paper published in the 90s uh, and papers previous to that as well where some guy went through the, the data set and it's very, very obviously – Deeply problematic. Uh, consecutive series of seven values could be observed in the stress sample. So it just goes 4,900, uh, 4,350, 4,800, 5,000, So, man, it's 89 identical values in order. They're just going to copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste till uh, it's done. That's bad. It's not bad, then. It's fake. Yeah. So, I mean, for whatever reason, look, maybe, maybe it was some crazy transcription error, but you've got to understand as well, I think the data set was from 72, so they're not copying and pasting. Um, It could have been, I mean, you know, but you come up with sort of theories and why it couldn't be the case, rogue RA, et cetera, et cetera. Now, this paper 
pointing this out, was published in the early 90s. Did you get much and attention? And papers previous to that making similar points. Well, that's the thing, man. No one gives a shit. That's, that's the point. And everyone's, oh, of course, of course it should be retractive. Well, my point is it's there right now, man. It's been there since we were in primary school. Yeah. This paper has four citations since 1993. That's- and no one has paid the slightest bit of attention. This is just sitting there. And because Isenck is one of the most famous psychologists in human history, there is this reticence to say, and the journal still exists. It's in psychological reports, which I think now has an impact factor that's at homeopathic levels and is run by a squirrel. <laughs> But there's there's this point where nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care, and everyone has a really strong opinion on this. Okay, okay, good. Everyone's got a really strong opinion on this. What are we doing? What are we going? What are we going to do? What happens now? Whose responsibility is it? Who do you write to? Who's doing the writing? What happens now? And that was the point. That's the point the whole time. Yeah. Mm. So I think lots and lots and lots of people are going to understand a little bit more. Oh, right. Okay. So we found ourselves at this point where, mm, so I just did an exercise with uh, two and a half thousand people participating. Yes? Yeah. I'm not being didactic and annoying. I think it's a, it's a really interesting question and we obviously don't give a shit like collectively as a scientific field. We, we don't have some strong care about this. I mean, otherwise- Seriously, Dan, you were in primary school and some guy published this. It is a from a kind of error detection perspective. If I found this in someone's data set, like you have no fear about handling something like this because it's just wrong. It's just impossible. It's like saying, you you know, we took the Beck depression inventory and everyone scored 1,050. It's like, no, they didn't because you can't because that's not how numbers. So up yours, right? Yeah. But where is the will going to come from to deal with that and the problem that is surrounding it in the other papers? So, I mean, that's that's good, right? We're actually – this is a proper scientific discussion and we've, we, I'm, I've canvassed everyone's opinion and that's how it shook out. I mean, I think that's pretty fucking interesting. Okay. So, so you're saying that the paper calling out um, the sketchy paper has four citations – is yeah. the original paper still maintain still actually getting a lot of citations to this day? Um, that is a very good question. I don't know how recent they are. Uh, I would imagine that there's some recent citations of it, but probably not very many. It's the kind of thing where I think if you encounter it from a naive perspective, you might go. Oh, okay. Well, this seems old and a bit weird and people don't pay attention to it, but never mind. I'm not going to take it particularly seriously. But then you're relying on people's ability to you're relying on people's ability to kind of intuit what the problem is with something. And they shouldn't have to intuit. Um I, I wonder I mean, how this the paper would go- 46 46 citations, some in not, not anything particularly recent. Oh, yeah, 2011. I wonder how the paper would go if you put it through, uh, through site, which has gone, gone live now for the public. Yes, that's a, that's a good idea. Maybe we'll try that when you don't have to listen to the long pauses <laughs> of me trying that. 
So I did a third thing, Daniel. Yeah. I try and learn things. So let's let's put poor old Isink to one side okay. for a minute. I did a third thing because uh, I like to learn things over the summer. Um, I'm very interested in Fnias, the technique. Okay. It occurs to me that not everyone will know what I say when I just say Fnias. Functional near infrared spectroscopy. Mm. Right, so it's a measure. It's a way of measuring hemodynamic responses. Basically, you've got a lighty, scattery thing. You shine it at someone's head. You try and figure out how much blood's going through them. It's basically a, a plasmograph for the noggin. Relatively cheap as um, well. These setups. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so if you're trying to do anything that's in the kind of cortex and you are trying to get information from it in some capacity, like how well does it work? So, you know, I just asked everyone who's got these specific resources. Now, not a lot of responses, but that's a really specific question. Yeah. And I got some really good information in the responses that I did get. So that's now my reading list. Okay. So look back to, back to the thing and your mate, um, your mate, McGinty here, and don't look him up and yell at him because of this. I'm sure everyone's had a everyone's had a good a everyone's had a good pile on. Look, there's a, don't don't do that. You don't. There's no there's no future in in. I mean, I why do you need to like after the first three and you agree with someone, just fucking like it and get on with your life. I mean, I don't want to tell people how to behave, but also I do, and fucking don't do that. Uh, it, more than anything else, it's deeply boring and it looks kind of, it, you know, like, oh, 50 people agree with me. What this really needs is a 51st comment of me telling this guy to go fuck himself. It's, um, it's, an, it's an easy. Okay. I, I want to put this yeah, to you. Yeah, it's it's you get this sort of free hit kind of it culture. Is, it, it is a you know, free that's hit. Not, that's no fun. That's no fun. It's much more fun being first hit. First hit, especially. Um, you know? And, and it's. It's no fun. <laughs> I, there's, there's been a few times where I've seen someone say something a bit silly and you want to do a subtweet or you want to tweet it. But then I realized it's just some poor PhD student trying to figure out what they're doing. And I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah I, I just don't think it's worth it. And I've, I've actually refrained a few times. It's, it's, it's the sort of thing that if someone's seen you said it, I, I, would, I would have absolutely, you know, called them out. But- there's someone junior, yeah, like you it's kind just- of, you kind of, you kind of peanut gallery that stuff. You send me thing from time to time. It's like, well, this is going to end really badly, just in case. <laughs> watch, you watch, watch, watch this train wreck. Okay, popcorn along. I, I want to put this to you. Yeah, man. But so- look, 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 look. Here's, here's. I do have a broader point, um, which I didn't think I'd have any points this <laughs> evening because, hey, fuck it. Um, We're going old school. So, that's the problem with science Twitter is it encourages science to spend time on Twitter while they should be doing science instead. Well, I would argue that I just did both. Mm. Yeah. And that, look, in in some degree, this is like, here's, here's, here's what you see a lot of on science Twitter. Here is my blog about science. Here is my opinion about how a scientific concept works. Uh, here is someone who's speaking at my university. You should go and see that. Here is the thing that I did, the, like the article. Uh, I just graduated from my PhD. I got my cap. I look dope in a in a dress, whatever the thing is called. Gown. Um, yeah, yeah. I was going to say testimony, but I think that's something that, else. That, that's the paper thing. It's weird. It always sounds like a sheep's balls to me, you know? <laughs> testimony. Oh, I thought that was just yeah, an Australian so I, or a, sort of a Commonwealth term. Was walking down the road and he was so well long you could see his testimony hanging out the back. 
Show us your testament, son. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I swear it's Cornwall. Let's have a let's have a little let's have a little bit of equality up in this motherfucker. Uh, women in a car yelling that at a guy on a street corner. Show us Get your, your testament. testament out. Show us your testament. There you go. That's it. Like if if people really want equality, we're going to have to have women in cars screaming things at men in larger numbers. Bring bring that in. But you know, don't make it don't make it abusive. Make it quadratic equations or something. You know. Put a challenge into it. If we're going to harass people in public, it might as well be. It might as well be fucking educative. Where am I going with this? I, I don't know. So, so we- never mind. Anyway, look, Daniel, that's the that's the end of my particularly long monologue, and you should probably talk now because my throat hurts <laughs> and the cat threw up while I was talking. Um, <laughs> look, I, I, I want to say though, those are all good things, but those are only things that could have happened because you have somewhat of a of a platform on Twitter. You're not just. What do you? Th- what? Sorry. When? Where the fuck do you think the platform came from? From space? No, no, no. But you, you, you're not. You're not some bloke with 20 followers. Yeah. You putting that stuff out there, going, hey, you know, can I visit some some people in a lab? If he, he, here's the thing, a lot of people go, oh, benefits of Twitter. Yeah, like look at all this cool stuff. Look at all these collabs I got. And then you have, then you have Malone PhD student sort of trying to do the same sort of thing, going, hey, comment on my preprint, and no one's commenting on the preprint because no one follows them. That 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 I think is the thing that a lot of people kind of trumpet all these all these positives of, of Twitter and social media and go look at what this look look at these things that happened to me, and then someone logs in, tries it, and finds it doesn't work and and, and stops. We have to be more realistic about you know you, you, you can't just throw these things out here and uh, and, and hope people are going to respond. Yeah. Yeah, of course, but. I mean, I'm pretty sure when I joined it, everyone ignored the vast majority of all the dumb shit I said. They still ignore all the music that I post, goddammit. <laughs> um, that doesn't matter. A lot of that is record keeping for me personally. So, I, I know if I if I Google a, a country or a genre again, I'll find my own music recommendations mm. saved in a public place. It's all You can access them from anywhere. The, the, um, the, that's, a bit, that's a bit sneaky. The, the but, search um, function on look, Twitter w- w- works incredibly well. For like archiving, and the whole point is the whole point is, look, if you're a member of a community and you participate in shit over time, you don't you don't lick it off the rocks. You don't turn up and be fancy and special and interesting. There's no fucking like work Twitter. There's no fucking Kardashian Malone. Yes, either you've got a massive public profile, which is a few people, or the rest of the time. You are communicating to people. Yeah, and that's the key. And you've been there for ages and ages and they find you less horrifying than they otherwise might and then it goes from there. Look, everyone everyone starts from sort of going like, how the fuck does this? Well, I still get things wrong. I still don't know how some of that fucking Yeah, do, have, you, have you figured out how to, how to do drafts yet? <laughs> No, I haven't. See, there you go. <clears throat> I, still Look, I, I, I still don't know how to do you, that. You made a good point in that you said the C word, community, yeah, in that you, you can't just be out there broadcasting this stuff. Otherwise, you're just some lunatic on the corner of a street yelling stuff out there. Look at my paper. That, 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 that's fine. That's okay from, from time to time. But that, that's, that's, I, I, don't, I don't think that's the way to, to, to do things. It, it's, it's not- Yeah, but it's not, a, it's not a problem to be solved, Daniel. Do you want to be a member of a community and talk to people about things or not? Yeah, of course. Look, when everyone- this, this is the thing. When you talk to people, people write to you and they write to me a bit. You fucking write back. Yeah. People send me things to look at and I, I look at them and talk to them. People ask you specific questions. You give them your opinion. 
there's no there's no throne here. The vast majority of people who are like, oh, look, he's met all the online whatevers. Do you know why? Because they're they're out there talking to the people. Yeah. You can't be you. You can't have such good cheekbones that everyone suddenly figures out you're worth talking to. You know, you can't cheekbone your way through it. It's about it's it's a participative thing. Yeah. And you've got to do a reasonable amount of participating until you whatever sort of. Uh, kind of acquaintance light version of people coming together is actually possible. Yeah, look, I know some of that stuff, but the whole the whole point is it's it's possible to do some version of that, some limited version of whatever, some related version of whatever is what's happening all the time. Is my point? You more than anyone should know that I'm just some wanker. You're just some wanker telling yelling his opinions into in, in, into the sky. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, where else are you supposed to yell them? A crossways? You might hit someone. One question we often get from listeners is how they can support the show. And we have two ways. The first is financially via Patreon. And uh, we have two support tiers. The first one is a dollar a month. And with that, you get the Everything Hurts newsletter, access to behind the scenes photos and videos, and that warm feeling that you are supporting the show. Uh, if you join our $5 Professor Fancy Pants tier, you get access to all those things. And in addition to that, uh, an exclusive mini episode, which is released every single month. Our last episode was on ResearchGate, and that was quite popular. So if you sign up, you get access to all the bonus episodes moving forward, but also the back catalogue of bonus episodes. The second way you can, you can support the show is via social media. We would love it if you could post about the show on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Snapchat, whatever platform you are using. Now, let's get back to the show. One thing which did come up with your tweet was um, the the very outside possibility that we could do a, a live hurts sometime later this year. Wouldn't wouldn't that be something? Fucking a yeah. That would be that would be that would be absolute absolutely. Live hurts. I have so many ideas for hurts live. Oh man, I have so many ideas. <clears throat> I don't know how to contain myself, and I can't tell everyone because it's going to spoil the surprise. We have to talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. Um, rest assured, if we do that, it will be pure scientific napalm. It mm-hmm. will be like drinking from a fire hose of raw whiskey and justice. Ah, uh, it's going to look. Look, the only an- the only problem is, of course, is that you know it's going to be six wankers in a room and us yelling at each other. Yeah. Oh, I hope it's not like that. It's such a I. I like it when there's a lot of people in one place and they know they're going to have a good time. This is why I wish there was more live comedy in this town. And really? More, I would have thought there'd be more in Boston. Oh, there used to be back in the day, but it's not really. Also, look, there's a few clubs that still work properly and none of them are anywhere near me. So, yeah, I've, I just I, I like that. I like that environment. Oh, we take all that Patreon money or hoarding like a shit smog and fucking <laughs> spend it on lager and I don't know. What do young people like these days? Adderall, video <laughs> games. Probably can't For- have either of them. Fortnite. That's, that's what For- the- no, that's that's really young people because that's the latest that's thing, the isn't it? Is. The that's Fortnite. What, that's, what, that's what the youth it's, 
doing is it still destroying the youth or have they moved on to something else i mean they're quite <laughs> flexible these youth so they they may actually be ruining their moral fiber some other way i, th- I think i think fortnite's still the bogeyman oh okay yeah fair enough it's well it's amazing they aren't all dead yet see the the the, the reason why the I, I know obviously a lot of media researchers now and some of them listen to this podcast hello to all of you i admire your patience um, a lot of media research really is dreadful, and I have a peculiar benefit in making that evaluation, Daniel. Do you want to guess what it is? What? That's not guessing. Do you want to guess or not? I don't know what your question is. My peculiar benefit for understanding this, Daniel, is that I remember the great heavy metal panic. Really? Yes. Yes, I do. I've obviously you've you've met me. You've worked in an office with me. You've been blasted with woe fat records at half past eight in the morning. Fantastic band, by the way. Um, but look, it's just one of those things that comes up in kind of heavy metal culture. It's very funny. Tipper Gore was very funny. The whole moral panic about Satanism was very funny. I mean, if you're in the culture, it's fucking hilarious. I'm sure there's a plenty of people in Iowa who are like, no, no, it was real Satanisms. It's funny how they all went away and now the music that we have is more violent, stochastic, brutal and unpleasant than ever. <laughs> and somehow it's just managing to not destroy the youth anymore. And metal festivals are huge now. They do amazing business. So we're li- really living in the age of the mega festival because um, everyone goes. Everyone makes a lot of money. Everyone has a good time. Um but I remember the whole satanic panic very well. I read a bunch of books about it uh, when, when it was uh, when it was kind of like trailing off from being current. Uh, it was something that people used to talk back on the kind of proto-early internet. You're like, hey, you remember typical? What a psycho. So <laughs> it's very hard not to see radio is going to kill our children yeah television yeah. is going to kill our children space invaders is going to kill our children and then doom and quake holy shit that yeah, was on that, the news when that i was are, that, that in I remember. australia yeah yeah, yeah well, i'm sure i'm sure you remember you like a bit of that kind of thing don't I, you I, I like i like video games not not not, not as much mm. these days though but yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that, right. that, that well, panic. You does. have you have one of them jobs now don't you <laughs> but i mean this is this is this is the thing all of these, it's it's one of these amazing sort of. But uh, like, I mean, there was even stuff about of oh, women riding motor cars. It's 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 going to get their unmentionables all jangly. There was all sorts of dumb shit from the as as long as there's been technological advances, there's been specific fears about what media or medium you put into people wrecking them up. So. The moment you see the research on this, you realize just how moribund a lot of it is. You really start to kind of check out of, of, of giving a shit about any of it. It's just so hard to believe. But didn't they do- You know, but, but you don't understand. You don't understand, James. The smartphones and the iPads and the Samsungs, they're worse than everything that came before. Everything's always worse than whatever the fuck came before. I mean- I mean, we, Can you not? I, I, this is, this is some. There's some 
hang up that people have. You're like, you realize that the amount of screens we look at now is going to be the least <laughs> amount of screens from now until the end of recorded time. Didn't I personally, for someone who could not get on a computer early enough or as much as possible when I was younger, certainly have somehow retained the ability to focus. And I use that focus to make fun of your research. <laughs> You fucking charlatan. Didn't Amy Auburn find that the, the risk of uh, screen time and, uh, and and mental illness was the same as the risk of eating potatoes? Was that, was that wasn't that the thing? No, but I think potatoes I think potatoes were worse. Potatoes oh, were phenomenal. worse, that's right. That's such a good well, I mean, we've I've I've been making tater jokes with uh, Buffalo Bilski and all, all that lot on the internet for months and months. Well, you stick everything into a regression. I wouldn't be surprised to find if the incidence of wearing purple pants when stuck through a kitchen sink regression was technically worse than video games when it came to interpersonal violence or suicidality or calling your teacher a bum face. I absolutely love honestly the, 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 this, this multiverse approach because it completely removes- Isn't it dope? It and is I look at something so like that- It is so good. And the the best part of it is that there's that amount of work in it and I haven't had to do it. That's my favorite part is that someone else has done it. Because if I had to do something like that, you would find me screaming naked in a bus shelter after the first week. I just, as someone who understands what it's like to pay close attention to something for long periods of time, I very much appreciate just how hard it is to really do work like that. So... I've never met Amy, but I can only assume that she's a truly a force of nature. Well, to, to, we should have her on. I think we should too. Um, in case you're not aware, this multiverse analysis basically looks at quite typically when you're doing regressions, you're chucking in a whole bunch of, of available variables, especially when you're working with big public data sets. And when you're working with yeah. the big data sets, it is possible to spin any story you want given you can change any parameter. Let's look at people aged between 13 and 34, let's do all those things. But with multiverse analysis, you can basically do all these permutations for these for these um, different variables to figure out what actually comes out in the wash. And it is revealing and it is eye-opening and it completely removes, um, not completely removes, but it, it more or less removes research degrees of freedom, which is really good when, you, when you're working with these big data sets, especially with this like media use kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's sufficient. It's one of those things that's- uh, when you report it as kind of a an effect size curve, you get a lumpy kind of curve where it's got kind of a what look like sort of oh they're not discontinuities they're just sort of angles like if it was it's a, a cool figure the, a the, the visualization yeah, if is it was nice. a poly it was a polynomial it would have like eleven degrees or something it goes lumpy up lumpy down it's it's um it's it's an interesting kind of shape um you 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 do get an appreciation though of just how easy it would be to oh I remember there's one of those one sync emails it's like oh I was up all night trying 400 regressions till I found the one I want <laughs> you just think yeah man and you know it feels a little bit unfair to rail you up for doing that because we know there's lots of people out there doing that mm. selling selling books giving talks Railing up the fucking cheap seats. These ah, these people, man. I mean, I I kind of want to write something and sell it just to prove that you don't have to be a vexatious cock to do it right. 
on on what there's so much there's so much popular science that just makes me want to self-harm do you know what i mean it drives me nuts it drives me absolutely nuts sometimes i mean walk I- and you go to the science section of any given bookstore and find out just what happens when you're talking about science and the public understanding reduced to paperbacks it is thin gruel I, um, it is fucking cheap. A good example of a book that I read recently, a pop, pop science book, which was actually very, very well written, was uh, from Kevin Mitchell um, about, uh, it was called Innate, about um, genes and environment. And that, that was really good. Oh, I haven't read. You're not the first person to tell me that that is good. It was. Um, it people hit- say, this is what I've heard. I've heard he has a knack. Right? That there's a balance between being able to say it accessibly and being able to put the appropriate concepts into the accessible language without embarrassing yourself. And people say that he is a gun when it comes to striking that balance. Yeah. Is that true? I really enjoyed the book and it was the perfect balance between this is very very well researched, but it was just an enjoyable read. Uh, So, I I would highly recommend it. Um, oh, and, right. and here's one for the uh, for the uh, for the oxytocin freaks out there. Um, Gar- Gareth Lang. All three. All of three you. of you. Uh, Gar- Gareth Lang's book. Um, uh, I totally forget the, the the title. I'll put it in the show notes. But um, it it was basically about huddle model and the cuddle. Puddle. It was uh, hypothalamic hormones or something along those lines. That was a really really. In- he is a he is such a good writer. I think I think somewhere in there. I think you uh, mentioned that he started off doing like studying literature or something. Him. But um, anyway. Oh, um, really? Okay. I'm surprised someone's written something about oxytocin and you don't either really like it because it's deeply obscure and boring and uses the word neuropeptidergic a lot, which always reminds me of a tech death band. <laughs> we are neuropeptidergic. Are you really? Well, we'll take it somewhere else. Or, you know, what you think of normal oxytocin. This sort of public stuff. The the, the name I'm of the, the surprised the, to hear you say there's something that's been written for a general audience that it, uh you like. It, it was called the heart. Normally you're so critical. It was called the heart of the brain. Really really good book. Um I I mean it wasn't as I mean um Kevin Mitchell's book is more towards a public audience. The heart of the brain is slightly more targeted towards an academic audience, but it it is still uh, accessible mm. to, to to the public, but this this was really good, and it basically reflects his um his past sort of twenty thirty years of of, of of really sort of solid basic research across you know social stuff, uh, molecular um, feeding, the, the whole thing, really really, and just just a really really solid writer, like super super impressed, mm. yeah, yeah. So heart of the brain, okay. There, there's my book recommend. Heart of the brain, heart of the brain, really really good. And then of of course, I'm um, Kevin Mitchell's book Innate as well, which I read. Uh, Stick them in the show notes, my son. They, we may be doing an open ended episode, but there's no excuse no for no no no, slo- no sloppiness there. Yeah, those those were really impressive. But um, but yeah, as you could see, uh, the old uh, oxytocin. Poor old oxytocin's got, got got a bit of a bit of a bad run over the past week with a new paper that um, that came out because it's shite. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. This 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 new paper came out, which which essentially was a, was a was a quasi replication of of something that I did earlier this year, 
where I revisited some null results. And basically, the conclusion of this paper was, hey, we opened up a file drawer, which is good and which the, the author should be commended for. And we found that all these results were squat, diddly, diddly squat. But, um, but the one thing which a lot of people aren't talking about is that, um, you know, obviously, with any sort of overhyped research, positive research, we always look at was this was this paper appropriately powered? Yeah. Okay. Here's another thing. People always talk about sample size and this is annoying. Yeah. Oh, N of 10. Yeah. What if it was bloody psychophysics? N of 10 is like overkill. Yeah. What I'm really interested in is whether it was appropriately statistical powered, statistically powered, but I digress. So, what this paper found was that um, what it concluded was that, yeah, all these, we had a whole bunch of null results, but then sort of buried in the abstract and it's there. It's mentioned, well, 50% of these actually weren't appropriately powered. But then you have all these people, once again, talking about cheap shots on Twitter, going, oh, lol, cuddle hormone, lol, null results. And the funny thing is the people who say this kind of stuff are exactly the same people who pull apart papers, positive papers for being statistically underpowered, but then something comes along which is null. And do they look at that? Nope. Don't you find this interesting, James, that- people have different- No, I find it really funny because anything that winds you up is beautiful this- to me. Can everyone start pouring their file drawer of crap off the <laughs> research <laughs> please, out into please. the public and, and, domain? And I'll, and I'll take it down. Um, but look, th- here's the thing. I, I looked at the file drawer stuff and I found in my analysis about 70% of file drawer stuff was underpowered. Um, in this particular study, it was about 50%. So, it's a, bit, it's a little bit better, but still, um, if we had exactly the same thing for positive studies, we would just go, yeah, next. So, we need to, we need to have the, the exact same standards for, um, for, for, for negative studies like we do. Yeah. Well, if you do a shit experiment and you fail to find anything, you don't even have the kind of human bias slash heuristic element of, look at my discovery. It must be super powerful because <laughs> I found it in 10 people. You don't even have that heuristic to fall back no. on. You just managed to- It's like saying I went gold prospecting. Well, what did you do? Daryl dug a hole. Oh, mm. was there any gold? No, we went home. Done. That's it. I'm not going to be a miner anymore, mum. I don't want to get the coal dust in me lungs. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you didn't, you didn't do shit. No matter what you find, if you didn't do shit, you didn't do shit. Exactly. But you don't. But pe- Look, as much as it, as much as it pains me to agree with you, you are perfectly correct, and it's it's a problem that everyone has when you see something that fits with your biases. Mm. Exactly, there is a voice in your head. Where you have a little flash of triumph and think, "Ah, oh, I knew that." I knew that. I'm sure I'm sure the rest of this is totally forgivable. Um maybe I don't have as much of a flash of this as some other people, I guess, because I've spent some minor amount of time looking at things with a degree of criticality. Um but I still feel shit like that. You know? What do you mean? I won't even say I wish I didn't. I think it's just part of like human pattern recognition at some level. Or I wonder if you could use pattern recognition to explain your pattern recognition of papers that are underpowered on pattern recognition. (laughs) Where's your meta science now, you weak world? God damn, man. This flows surprisingly easy when we don't feel compelled to have 
anything that makes sense in front of us. Yeah. Jeez, you've gotten a lot smoother. You were such a stuttering fuck when we started podcasting. That- it was truly amazing. Have you gone back to listen to old episodes? Obviously, you have by the sounds of it. No, of course. No, no, I haven't. I just remember how you were because it left such deep wounds <laughs> on me. Look, you would hope I would improve after, what, 80 episodes. That's a part of the- Oh, I don't have to hope. You very obviously have. I mean, now you're talking like a like real a, Like a, I'm a real boy now. Fe- you can sit up and feed yourself. <laughs> it's amazing. No, I'm, no I'm, being, I'm being deliberately unpleasant. Um, no one saw that coming. Um, it, it is, it's, it's funny how these things change. I'm surprised we didn't return to this format of recording sooner. I think- I was reticent to to some degree because there's something quite selfish about expecting people to listen to your half-wit mewling mm. conversation yeah. that's not in the service of anything. Yeah. And we also do want to talk about topics a lot of the time. This is kind of weird because you're in a hotel room in Miami, presumably not wearing any pants, where it's four in the morning Norwegian time. Um, so this is hardly within our regular schedule. Please tell me you're not wearing any pants. Are you wearing pants? Yeah. Do you want? Do you want to see? Well, I can't see, Dan. The video is off. Oh, I don't know well, what I did. No, just, just. I don't know what you did. I, I got, I got some, I got some shorts on. Oh, that's very disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'll take, I'll take your word for it, because otherwise, then I have to try and figure out how to do a screen capture on this thing, and then we're all fucked. I occasionally have these sort of lapses into Ludditism. Is it Ludditism or Ludditism? I think it's Ludditism. Oh, I really should look that up because that's a word I could use more often given my occasional inability to work things that go beep. Damn, man. Hey, why don't you tell us what you're doing in Miami in the first place? You're just suddenly in Miami. Suddenly in Miami. I'm here for the uh, social social and effective neuroscience society meeting, um, which is a a fantastic- The the venue's amazing. It's in this like um, orchestra concert hall thing and uh, the the main sort of auditorium, um, the speakers are like in the um, sort of orchestra pit type thing. It's it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. The the best venue I've, I've been to for a conference- um, some some really good um really good posters as well. And what was really encouraging was that so many of these posters had little QR codes going, data, code, preprint, bang. Oh, I'm glad people are catching up to that. So good. Fuck man, I remember doing that years ago and people asking what the checkerboard was. <laughs> but now I'm I'm super glad that's been normalised and everyone's going for it now. Good on you, young people. Jeez, we'd be stuffed without young people. It's amazing. And um, usually oh, usually I go- I, I, People tell me I'm young all the time and I meet people who are really young and I think, oh, there's fucking levels to this game, man. I cannot- Super young. Really- I cannot really master the re- requisite levels of sunniness to be properly young. I, I just feel like hey, there's, there's a- you know when they go, hey, we can we can change something. I'm I'm involved. I I have a, 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 an opinion. My opinion is important to me. And every time someone says that, part of me, uh, you know, everywhere. Oh, but then they said, they said no one's ever done it before. And you go, well, fuck it. Maybe you'll be the first one. Yeah. Don't take any shit from people just because they're grayer than you. Spit right in their eye and steal their pets. Fuck them. 
That's my there, – there you go. Wouldn't I be a good PhD careers advisor person? <laughs> You'd be amazing. Set up your uh, – Oh, yeah. Th- 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 there's your third Twitter account, Heather's. Uh, well, I did. This is, something, this is something. I think we can probably tell people about this now. I have floated the idea. I talked to Daniel about this previously, about the idea of doing – he has a side cast, and I increasingly find myself in the position, and we do as well on Hertz of talking to PhD students about how to manage different elements of the PhD experience. And there's so much to know. I I wondered if there would be any collective interest for a talking head podcast that's just on that, that's literally just listener questions, five minutes an episode, how to handle that, where to look, what to do, what I think is a good idea, anything that comes up is relevant and pertinent because um, the other thing is, is like we we often don't really have the facility to get to all the – it's like people ask for advice, but it ends up being really specific unless you can cover everything. So, you know, when people say, what do you think about this issue? That's cool. We'll we'll take it most of the time as long as it's not a, a retread or something that's happened previously. But sort of what do you think about this particular scenario is a much trickier is a much trickier episode idea. But you know, I, I don't know. I still I don't want to I still want to help people, I guess. What, what you should do. Is that weird? He, he, he's my- I don't know. Anyway, look, I tell you what, if people tell me that's a good idea and that they would listen to that, I'll do it. Are- if they tell me that that is a, the act of a colossal egotist from a faraway planet high on drugs that haven't been invented yet, then I won't. Um, I reckon you should give it I don't know. If anyone, would find that, if anyone would find that useful, then um, we'll have a crack. Because, look, it's easy enough to do. I've got time for people, honestly. Especially I've got time for PhD students. All we need to do, open up Twitter, go to the hashtag PhD chat hashtag and just answer the first oh. few questions. I look through that kind of. I look through that a bit. Um, I, honestly, I guess. If I, I guess no. Look, I want to know. I, look, obviously, Dan, there's no shortage of questions to answer. They're fucking everywhere. You can look on that Quora uh, or Reddit or there's an, there's a places stack, where there's PhD an students stack. congregate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stack Exchange, um, Academia.stackexchange. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, there's no shortage of questions. I just don't know if anyone would give a shit. And um, only one way to find know, out. Eh, there's only one way to find out. Yeah, I guess so. I don't Do you- know. Do you I mean I've often said previously that someone who's doing like a single head podcast is is the 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 act of a an egotist or a madman? And now I find myself I'm continually contradicting myself, which is really fucking annoying. So <laughs> I like being right once. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it'd help a lot of people. Yeah. Give- maybe maybe it wouldn't. Maybe it'd just be me talking by myself in a room. Give it a crack. Oh, maybe. Well, let's um, let's wrap it up. It's it's because it's, it's approaching five in the morning for me. Well, it's not approaching five in the morning for me. It's only ten twenty-five. <laughs> you, Daniel, you sit down and you look your biology in the eye and you give it a stern talking to. You go, "Hey, this is important." I know, but I got I got to do this I got to do a talk. I got to do a talk tomorrow. This. Uh, that's, Ooh, what that's, are you what are you what are you talking about? What's Dan's talk? Put it in the show notes. Dan's um, talk. I'm, no, I, I, I'm gonna put I'm gonna post the um, the slides on 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 OSF. 
Um, this one is on uh, oxytocin dose response and ex- and receptor expression in the brain. I'm talking about the, the hi- oxytocin hype cycle. Yeah, how this thing's been. Oh right. How this thing's been hyped up and where to go to next, which is um, a variant of 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 our um of our what, what do we call it? Now acad- academic hype cycle thing, special name. It's the Hertz hype the Hertz cycle. cycle. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it, it's basically. Well, did I come up with it? Is it the Heather's hype cycle, or is it the Quintana no, hype the, cycle? But that sounds really weird. It's the, it, it was it was it was the Hertz hype cycle. It's there. I thought it was. I just knew there was an alliteration, but I I yeah. It's there. It's it's, it's, so, it's, it's and, the Gardner. It's the Gardner hype. cycle. That was cycle, our first episode, like, which 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 ever got a citation as well. The episode on the on the on, uh, yeah, on the, and we're still we're still mount mount bullshit mount. in the slough of despond. I remember every that. single. I ripped that off Bunyan, but I don't know if anyone noticed. Every single episode that we do is now on OSF with a DOI. So in in, in forty years' time, when people look back to go, when when did academia jump the shark? They can just go, yeah, it was those 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 two idiots. Who um who spoke? Those two idiots. You're only half an idiot. No. I think you're very nice, really. I mean, I'm not even going to qualify that. You are pretty nice, really. So it's like everyone who's listening to this, imagine the patience of. You can hear me talking. We have whatever this relationship is, but imagine the patience of dealing with me, full of coffee, full of kind of. The, the 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 kind of energy of a wronged man <laughs> who's continually dealing with things that he finds inaccurate and infuriating, which I'm so much better with now, but I was occasionally insufferable during my PhD. I'm only slightly occasionally insufferable now, but imagine the patience and the like the the genuine nature that this man has to have for dealing with me up close. And we collaborated on some pretty intense papers during the phd process that was that are now have you know there was a few years ago they were great papers but look the remarks that i left for you in those papers look a lot of it was i I looked back at it some years later and realized that it was one place where i'd left a comment on a draft and imagine you had to work with someone like this i don't do this anymore i'm much nicer now imagine someone left a comment as a as a draft on something that you've written that said I can't believe you don't know this. What the fuck is wrong? With you? <laughs> I, I don't remember that. Uh, was that in response to a reference or a, just a concept? Uh, concept. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I did have some. No, see, that's the thing because you never, you never, you never took it personal. We're always getting stuff done. You could always separate the fact that how something is said and the intent yeah. behind how it's said is something that's separable. So you're always capable of being an adult about the fact that I behave occasionally like a child. So sometimes sometimes I'm wrong. I guess, that's, I guess that's why you can't get rid of me. No, it's 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 impossible. It's impossible. But 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 now now we're in the same time zone, so we're getting close and, and hopefully we can um we, we are working towards doing a live Hertz podcast and isn't is When's the last time I actually saw you? I mean I would talk all the time. Uh, was the last time I actually saw you? Did we have drinks before I left? Yeah, did, we did. I had like a I had a going away drinks at the um, courthouse in Newtown. Hello, 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 Sydney uh, listeners. Yeah, you, 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 old mate uh, Tim. 
Everyone was there. Ah, uh, Ginger, Ginger. Tim, <laughs> bless him. Yeah, uh, every, every, yeah, that was um, that was great. You know, he bought my car. M- that was great. Oh yeah, I actually I I bought a car off a friend of mine who's a leaving scientist. Um, he's just like, ah, what am I going to do with my car? Did you also like, oh, steal his it. H index as well? Is that how it works? You know, I, I actually do remember now the first thing you ever said to me in the office. I remember we, we, we were sitting there in the office, and then. You were like, "Hey Dan," I'm like, "What's what's 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 this madman going to say now?" He and, and then you go, <laughs> "Don't you reckon we should have a rule that if you murder someone, you can steal their ARC money?" Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, so 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 it's like it's like a, it's like a thunderdome type scenario where you, you you just pick off scientists. <laughs> You just pick up scientists, and and you were just you started accruing like like, like a research smog. You start you started accruing all this money. Oh. What was I <laughs> thinking? Oh god, I don't know how I live with me. You you uh, you were looking. Oh you, fuck! You are basically listing off academics in the the McCallum Building, going, "Yeah, we're we, we taking money." You've got him, Dan. Hit him with a filing cabinet. Oh man! Oh, is, was that is that my way of making friends? Jeez, no wonder. You're off to I, a great start. I thought this guy. Funny, this, yeah, this. It's just, you would think I would have. Uh, see, you shouldn't lead with that. We we could have gotten round to that, but you don't lead with that. Honestly, why? It doesn't matter now. See, I have no memory of that whatsoever, but I can understand how that would stick in yeah, your mind. Yeah, it totally stick. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, shit. We, 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 All we, right, we, boy, go to, go to, go to, go to I'm bed. Gonna, I'm, we've done, we've, we've done enough damage here. We have. Um, to everyone, everyone who's still who hasn't been massively alienated by our uh, backup Miami hotel room old school hurts throwback episode. Um. Rest assured, we will be back with uh, a topic, um, a focus, maybe even a guest. That there is, there is, there is we one return. guest that we're almost locked in who who's going to be great. Oh, I'm really looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to that. Well, we're not allowed to do any spoilers, but it's a topic that it's it's not something that you'd expect, but it's something that working in America is on my mind. A lot, funnily enough. And this is relevant to me as well. Working in America. Yeah, it is relevant to you as well. So, there's there's your spoiler, not spoiler. Um, Preview. Yeah, preview. There you go. I I hope everyone hasn't been sufficiently annoyed by this uh, substantially more three years ago kind of format. Thank you. We will see you all next time. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye, everyone. We'll be back again in two weeks. And and remember to, to rate us on iTunes. Um, we'll figure out a way to see them all from different countries. So, please do that. No, fuck that. Rate us extremely well on iTunes. Go, I want 27 stars. Well, I'll tell you what you can do. Right, the first the first person who does this gets a, gets a, a, a Hertz's horse head, um, which is a good thing. The first person who does this, you have to leave a five-star review that says unprofessional and uninformed. But uh, it has to be five stars. There you go. There- <laughs> There is the challenge. You, you've heard it here, and you will get the hurts, the hurts horse head. But now we are really going to finish up. We'll be back again 
in two weeks with more Hurts. Bye-bye, everyone. Turtles.